Yes, well, it's <laughs> yeah. my turn. Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and professional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie. Hello. It's two pints in Katie. Watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who, uh, starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like books, games, big finish. Audio, audio adventures. adventures. It was my week, you bitch. I'm going to drop kick you in the nose. Do it. And then what will you do? It'll be drop kicked, I guess. Anyway, Smith and Jones. Smith and Jones. What do you think about this episode in a general? Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Man. It is <laughs> it's uh, such a good episode. We introduce our new companion, Martha Jones, Martha Jones. Freema Agumon. Uh She is working at a hospital. She's a student. Student, student working student, at a hospital. Student doctor. Yeah. Yeah, working at a hospital. Hospital goes to the moon. Uh, big rhino monsters and a bloodthirsty woman, which is all the women I've met. No, I'm kidding. Only the cool ones are bloodthirsty. Cool women. They, they're da- the cool Re- women are out for blood. Regular okay? women. Not interested in how you bleed. <laughs> Gross. Cool women, however. Uh, yeah. Um, so, we start. Martha is walking down the street and the doctor just sees her and interrupts her. It's not, she's, on a, she's on the phone. This is a really good opening, I think. It's excellent. Because the thing that we have with Rose is we get... The, the first episode is very in Rose's... Because uh, this is our first companion since Rose, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But Rose is at home. The Doctor finds her at her home. Mm. Uh, and we get introduced to Mickey and the family sort of that way. This is like a, a crash course in Martha's this family. This is right in, yeah. The phone call of, that's my sister. Hang on, that's my brother. Hang yeah. on, that's Ooh, my, my dad. Mom, my dad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's such a good way to bring in a companion well, I and think, their family. I think that so when you, you first meet Rose, like like when we first meet Rose, I mean, it's like her at work and her doing this that and the other and the introduction to Martha is very similar but I think one of yes. the things that sort of like makes it stand out is that you know like she's kind of like oh god I don't know how to word this but I mean like she's more put together than Rose is well I mean she uh, I guess Rose is sort of working paycheck to paycheck she's at this horrible job and then she gets out and goes to the thing Martha clearly has a career aspiration yeah, Rose and a goal which feels very like lost and just searching yeah. for the thing whereas with Martha it's more kind of like I am because you can tell from the way that she's juggling these phone calls she's speaking to these people that she's like sort of the voice of reason I guess yes, like she's in, the straight man of yeah. the thing the straight woman of the thing I don't mean that as in <laughs> you know you know like yeah. in pee pee no uh, <laughs> uh, how old okay question I know we spoke about this with Donna how old is Martha definitely in her 20s like, I, w- I would say like 23, 24 right yeah she's a med student right so yeah like, like in, you've got to have done like a couple of years in university you got like some kind of like if you still have exams to do you're yeah. definitely in your 20s probably and also because well I know that they say looking. that um, courses to do like medical stuff are like you know like five, six years like they are yeah, long they go courses on a while. So. especially with like I think like dentists and stuff have to go on like even longer right? oh they dude have to, like, yeah do specialized things about the mouth well you got to do that you got to like learn about like the drugs that you need to mix and like the treatments mm-hmm. it's a long process really cool though uh this episode really snuck up on me i don't know about you how so and i knew quality wise or just yeah quality wise like i knew i was gonna watch it i knew i enjoyed this episode i i know that it's like a you know a, an intro to the season this because i think that one of the good strengths about doctor who or at least with russell t davies doctor who is you could start any season. Yeah, you could. I think that the way that... The, maybe maybe less so with season two, uh, mm. with Rose being the, the carryover. But Even then, I still, I still uh, you think could. you could. You yeah. definitely could. Uh, but I think that this, you know, introducing a new thing, you know, even the, the Rose stuff is not ham-fisted enough where you go, I need to know what this is. You can go, oh, he has traveled with people before. Yeah. Well, you know, that there's, there's a bit of baggage that comes with it and it's great. But I, I do think this works as just anyone's first episode. 
it really, I think, I, I mean, I've already discussed this with you just sort of off mic about how I was watching this and I was enjoying it. And the more that I watched it, the more I enjoyed it. And the more I enjoyed it, the more I was like, oh, this is like a, a, yeah. a hidden gem, like not a hidden gem. but it's, Overlooked. But yeah. But I think this whole season's overlooked, like I said last week. Yeah. That where I'm like, this is so good. And I don't think it's appreciated. I don't think a lot of Martha's season is appreciated enough, except for Blink and the human human nature family of blood. Yes. Basically the end of the season, because the master is also a big a big thing here. Spoiler alert, the master's back away. Um, I will say, Annalise can fuck off. My sister, right? Annalise. No, the, no the, what, that's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tish. Tish, yeah. Tish is the sister. No. Annalise is her dad's uh, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Who is like, Hi, Martha. Hi. 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 Shut no, up. Take me shopping, big boy. Like, fucking, oh, wait, man. Be quiet, you CBBC pre- presenter. Preventer. <laughs> Gotta stop the CBBC, you know? Um, One of one of the things that I was thinking when I was watching this is I was like, uh, yeah, Martha has the ideal journey into work here because I don't know about you, right? But if I got to go to work and I was like, mate, right? I like, I like walk in, you know, I like sign in, get me hair net and shit. And I'm like, mate, right? You'll never fucking get guess. Me. I was like, right, my mum's phoning me, my dad's phoning me. Oh, it's all kicking off. And then some like fucking geezer just comes up to us and like takes his tie off like some absolute creep. And then some other fucking dude just in all leather, some, some you know, biker looking dude just shoulder checks us on the way in. The goss in the staff room would be unreal. Well, I I think it's weird that because obviously we haven't seen the doctor at this point that Looker is in the street from Pokemon just getting undressed. That's like really strange to me. That's so crazy. Tell me more about that. <laughs> I fucking hate you. What's Looker from Pokemon doing this episode? I don't know, but there's Ultra Beast in here. Okay, Rhyhorns. Ultra Rhyhorns out on the, the door, on dude. The, on the schmoon. <laughs> Oh, great. Uh, I don't know if you've got this in trivia. Maybe we'll go through it later because I don't have them listed, but I just know there is a lot of Dracula references in this episode. Yeah, right. Have you got them on the trivia or not? Um, I don't, but... Dr. Stoker, basically. Well, it's set on the door that his name is B. Stoker because apparently, like, Russell T. Davies wanted to do, like, Mr. Stoker as a reference to, like, a previous character that he had written who was Mr. Stoker. But... Whitby. Obviously, in the everything of it. Yeah. It just came out as them being like, oh, Dracula reference because she's a bloodsucker. Yeah, yeah. She, Which, by the way, it's not right now. There's a sound design thing later on in this episode when she plunges the straw into the doctor's neck. There is a certain sort of pop sound that it makes. Not a fan. No, I hate it, actually. Not at all. I, I don't really want want that. Uh, the, I, I love the doctor in this episode, uh, specifically as an introduction to him. The one bit of silliness we get, Oh, well, no, I'd say there's two sort of silly sections that I see with the Doctor. Mm. This first one is, I don't count it. When he, talk, when he talks about Ben Franklin, he's like, oh, and then I fall the kite, and then, oh, and then I got electrocuted. Yeah. I just think that's funny and good. Yeah. And about you? I like the bit afterwards where, where Mr. Stoker is like, oh, perhaps uh, an evaluation from Psych psychiatric. Yeah, 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 as well. <laughs> uh, he mentions used to having a brother, and I'm like, what? Is that a thing that we see in classic Who or not? It's just a... No, I know it was, there was, there were, Doing a whole thing where it was like, uh, it, they put in the line later, like later in this season about the master. The master, yeah, I was thinking yeah. that. I've, I've got that as a question mark. Is I was like, you used to have a brother, the master, because they have a thing about like not being like you know blood, br- brothers by like actual blood relation, but, but in terms of we are the last two. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, that whole like we've been like friends for years. Yeah, with, you know, the doctor's oldest friend and all this kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. it's very um. Uh, going from like the, uh, you, you know, like the phone calls and stuff as well. Uh, and also later on when 
Tish calls again. I think that Tish becomes like immediately likable. I think her all her family is kind of endearing. There is a yeah. They're not the the main event of this episode by any means, obviously, but her family is great. I think it definitely helps as well in having Martha like come out the gate as like a full character. Yeah, because you you do such little work with it. It's just a couple phone calls. It's not like huge character pieces. But I'm like, I already get the the gist of like who everyone is. Yeah, I don't, I don't need this. everyone to be a character, but I, I just, I need my new companion to have a life outside of the TARDIS. Yeah. That's what I, that's like my main want. And there is a bit that I will get to later that really sort of gets to the core of that. Uh, the doctor being in deep cover. I love that. Yeah. He's just in the hospital because he explains later, like I was just passing through, I wasn't like, I didn't mean to. And I'm like, that is good. Mm. It's great that he just sometimes he sees a thing and he just can't leave it alone. Yeah, you know, wet, I do. Wet paint sign syndrome. Yeah, you know? I do. I do like episodes a lot more when it's just kind of like we've stumbled upon not like the TARDIS is picking up a distress signal or yeah. like there's something the psychic paper has a message. I like it when it's just kind of a case of like something's not right here. Let's find out what it is. Yeah, because I think the overlooked thing about Doctor Who is not every you know if you were to watch an episode where nothing went wrong, it would be boring. There yeah. are adventures like that where they just go to a place and everything is fine and it's a good sightseeing, touristy thing. Yeah. But it would be boring to watch and so we give you the adventures instead. And I think this is one of those things where the Doctor was like, I didn't intend on a bad thing happening, but between regular things happening, this is a bad thing. Yeah. Well, how... Okay, uh, sort of a topic change. Yep. Uh, we get a bit of Martha's theme here. What do you think about Martha's theme? Do, 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 do. I, don't know. I love it's it, great, man. It's right? so good. It's so good. Um, and I think it's again, it's one of those themes that that so I we we do get a bit of it in Runaway Bride. Actually, we get a few hints of that and a few hints of things that I think, are, whilst they are not eleven based, they are used repeatedly with eleven rather than with ten, and so they just seem yeah. more eleveny. That happened a lot in the Runaway Bride, where I just thought that a lot of the sound and music stuff was very eleven. Uh, but this theme is so good. We also get a little bit of master music in here. I don't know if you noticed it. Do we? We do. Ooh, it's because the the music and the build up to like Saxon and the master and that whole plot is like it's more techno-y, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. It's more synthesized. It's more mm. whatever. But we do get a, a little bit of that later on. I don't think I have a timestamp for it, but it it is so good. That you just hear, like it's just a little bit of it, and I'm like, there's a tease, yeah, and I'm like, I know what that is, I know, where, I know where we're going with this later, because I think the best thing is like hearing motifs throughout the season whenever a certain thing happens, and then yeah. when you hear the full song when the thing is happening, it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, but you you do hear that Martha's theme is good, uh, it's very uniformy, flapper or slapper, flapper, 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 flap. Her. No, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. It's not until it's not until right at the end of this episode that we get the iconic Martha look. Because in my mind, the iconic Martha look is you know like the red leather jacket sort of thing. Like that's that. next, right? Yeah, but it's like the end. Oh, the end of the episode. Yeah, the end the of this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. I yeah, where she too. comes out of the party and she's uh-huh. like got the outfit. That's With like the leathery the, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the iconic Martha outfit, I think. But um, no, I, I think that Martha is very immediately endearing and i think that that is you know i think it comes from her like uh you know the first thing she says where she's like well we're breathing and the windows aren't airtight and so and the doctor is like that's a very good observation actually yeah you get the, you get the 
you, I think we get it before that actually when the doctor is in the in the in the bed where she skips looking at the chart but she immediately realizes that he has two hearts like yeah. from the stethoscope and she like doesn't mention it but she but is, she like, knows but she but she knows and it's like she will overlook the obvious and go to the next thing mm. which make I think that kind of makes a good companion I think that one of the things as well that um makes Martha sort of like not more interesting than Rose I would say but um, is that she can kind of hold her own a little bit. Like throughout this episode, she makes like, some, like you say about the windows and stuff, like yeah. she makes some observations. She kind of, she feels like she is immediately more ready to be thrown into an adventure than, like Rose is more willing, yeah. but Martha's yeah. more ready for it. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean the first, she, I feel like any other person or like at least in writing, any other person would be like, this is a trick. Blah. She is immediately like, it is space. We are on the moon. I don't think it's a trick. I think that is where we are. I think that is what's yeah, happening. Like was- and she puts the dots together. She is like, you know, uh, invasion of the mad plastic, which I don't think she actually mentions that. But like invasion of the mad plastic, you know, you've got the alien crashing into Big Ben. You've got the thing over the... Over yeah, this, well, this what is it she, when she talks about aliens and she was like, oh, a few years ago, like... Mm. Yeah. But like, you know, after the after the past couple of things, you know, she's kind of... She's not going to rule it out. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate... It was what that... um The quote from Sherlock or whatever... Where it's like when you've something about like the impro- whatever remains, however improbable, must be the solution. Yeah, or something. yeah like that. Yeah. That kind of feels like Martha's sort of like rationale about this, and I appreciate that. See, my problem is whenever someone says the word Sherlock on its own, I think of the show. But if someone says Sherlock Holmes, you I think, think of, of the books. Yeah, and my child's like, no, I think of the RDJ movies. <laughs> As a person who has like never seen or read either, pretty good. Uh, the first book. Uh, the the problem with Sherlock is at the very end he's like and tell me how you did it and you get like four or five pages nonstop of like this villain being like and then I did this yeah and it's like okay yeah I understand but so that it sort of weans off that at least for the th- I've only read three books but like they are good they are for when they were written I think I have the first one superb that for when they were written I've got the cloth bound ones somewhere oh, up here. I've got paperback too. This oh. is where my fault falls in of like having two copies of certain books. The hardcovers of Rhythm of War are out and they are purple and I don't have them yet. But Rhythm of War is the last one that I'm currently see, reading. I was going to say, I noticed earlier that the book is on your shelf like it's a... What book? Our book. Our book? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's a... That's a my copy thing. of it. That's why. Why yeah. is it there? Because it's my copy of it, so it goes Yeah, but I mean, why is it in, in, in there? In the there was just a gap it? when I looked. Oh, okay, cool. Because I needed to separate the ones from the ones we have to give away still. That's fair. Because, God, we wrote, I need to write three now. Uh, gross. Anyway, uh, the rain going up is cool because you can't fucking tell. <laughs> it is, you see, like, two shots of it. It is cool. I also like that they do a thing. I In my brain, it's a very... Um, it's a very... Doctor Who thing, I think. But um, when Martha's like in the staff room and she's on the phone to her sister, but then she's talking to the other woman. Um, I yeah. can't remember her name, but like who was in the um, in the staff room with her. And oh, I've got the cast list though. Don't worry, we'll get to that after this. Yes, but yes. And the the last who is like in the room is like Martha. The rain's going up, and Tish is on the phone, and she's like, "The rain's going up." It feels like a very Doctor Who thing where yeah. you have multiple people telling you the same piece of information. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like that feels like a Doctor Who thing to me. Um, cast list. Uh, yeah, and with that, we'll go we'll go through this. So this was written by uh, RTD, who normally does the pilots and the Christmas specials and the finales. Like that's normally where yeah. he does an episode or two in between, but like. And that's where he sort of lies. Um, it was directed by Charlie Palmer. We obviously have David Tennant back as the Doctor. Freeman Argument as Martha Jones and not Adiola. Uh, 
Anne Reed as Florence Finnegan, who is the plasmavore. Yes. Uh, Ryan Marsden as Mr. Stoker. Uh, Ajo Andor. Uh, <laughs> returning cast member. Yeah, uh, not a cat woman this time. She is <laughs> She's She's Jones. full face on display this time. Yeah. Uh, Gugu Mbath- Mbatha-Raw. From Loki. Tish? Yeah. Was she? She's a judge. Oh my God. Was it, a, I can't remember what her name was in Loki. Tish Jones. Amos. But yeah, it's her. Uh, Reggie Yates as Leo Jones. Uh, I always forget it's Reggie Yates, you know. Who was he in sort of the thing? He was, he was a radio presenter for a while, I'm pretty sure. Oh, for, oh that's cool. For the BBC, obviously BBC, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Trevor Laird as Clive Jones. Kimmy Richards as uh, Annalise. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, ben writing as Morganstone. I'm going to assume that, is that the doctor? That's uh, the blonde doctor. Yeah. You know, like the other dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who they assimilate his voice. Yeah. Uh, Vanita Rishi is Julius Wells, who you were talking about a minute yes. ago, who gets like all nervous and stuff. Paul Casey is in a suit again. <laughs> of course he as is. As per usual, uh, Jadoon Captain. We love you, uh, Paul Casey. Thank you for doing all of this. Uh, Nicholas Bridge is the voice of the Jadoon. And then there's a bunch of other people. Uh, oh yeah, because that's the thing. Was it like uh, Rari Mears? Also credited as Judean Captain because apparently Paul Casey was not available for all of the shoot. So okay. at some point they're like swapped out. Awesome. That's that's so cool. Yeah. We've talked about, you know, the tin- oh, the Tinty Winty bit of Master Music is uh, quite fasting. I think it is when they show the shot of the hospital not there. You know, it's like the crater sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's around there. I think one of the best things about this episode is in Scope it's kind of like a, a season finale sort of feel. Oh, yeah. Well, like, think but in about the, it. But in know. the writing, it's not. Well, we've got a location change for obviously from like, not mm-hmm. really, but like Earth to the moon. So you've got like a new planet. You've got like an alien race. It Like, it definitely feels like there is a lot of elements to this episode. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, you've got the you've got the plasma of all the Jadoon. There is also some slabs involved. Way or then you've got the people who are on the moon now, and they are yeah. running out of oxygen. There's a lot of like moving pieces, and all of them are dealt with. Kind of, we kind of forget about the running out of oxygen thing for a mm. while until we just come back to it, and people are just like, hey. yeah. Which given is fine. given like just the human inclination to panic, Jesus Christ! Oh my I would God. hate it if this was my shift. Uh, I mean, I have this thing where if I don't have an inhaler on me, I will immediately need it because I'll freak out that I don't have one. Yeah. And even if I don't know that I don't have one, I'm fine. As soon as I realize I don't yeah, have one. Yeah, then it's like, oh God. Like th- there's this thing. And like, if someone was s- said to me, like, you don't have an inhaler here. And I'm like, that's fine. And then they were like, but you're also running out of oxygen. I'd be like, <laughs> like it's immediately. The, uh, <laughs> it's the classic, like you've left the oven on panic, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Of where like, I will like, I will go out of my house and I will be out of my house for however long and then the second I think like oh god did I make food earlier then I'm like oh no oh no oh no oh no yeah like immediately uh it's 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 crazy uh typically I will say because the so Martha makes her little uh remark about but they're in space now yes so the rain goes up they're in space they're on the moon uh that Martha says her thing about the windows not being airtight and the doctor is like very good observation there miss miss mrs jones um and the doctor is like, like, just kind of a little bit, a little bit mean to Julia. He's a bit of a dick to her when he's like, not like, like, come with me. And he's like, not her though. She only slows down. But given the stakes and that they are running out of oxygen, I'm kind of okay with. Yeah, it. the last person that you want with you in a crisis is the person who is panicking, right? Yeah. Like, so I'm kind of cool with it. So I let, I let that one slide this time. Um. Then they go out onto the balcony, right? That's what yeah. they do. 
I think one of the best things in this episode, like in it's such a small thing, is that they are on the moon, they are running out of air, and Martha's whole response to this situation is, I've got a party tonight. Yeah. Because, like, human worry, there is something... So, uh, whenever else in, this, in the history of this show... Other, right, I will give Amy Pond this, but no one else. Mm. There is no other human... Amy Pond goes out with, with Eleven, and she freaks out, and she doesn't really tell him until, like, a certain point. You're being real, aren't you? Yeah. But she goes, like, I'm getting married in the morning. Mm. And that's so good. And in here, we get the, you know, the, the I've got a party tonight. Yeah. And it's just happening It's here. something about, like, separating the, like, what is going on from... It's still that, like, sort of Martha it's, rationale that she has, right? I, I, well, yeah, but I also think it's, like, it's really good and relatable to the person watching it to be like, hey. Yeah. I am. Are you facing that at me? That's fine, I guess. It wasn't quite at me. It was sort of down going, but it, it's cool. Don't worry about that. You can be real. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's just such a... Would you know when the doctor bit like would be like, it's just sort of touch with reality where he's like, that doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Whereas Martha is like, I have a party tonight that I, my brother's 21st. I wanted to be there for him and all this. And that is like the motivation to get things sorted. It's not a, we need to save everyone. It's a, I have a thing to go to. And yeah, I said I would be there. <laughs> I just think it's great. She also mentions uh, Ariola and the Battle of Canary Wharf here. Yeah, she does. Uh, I had a cousin there. She didn't. She she never made it out. And you know what? I think there's something as well to be said for Martha's reaction to this. Um, when they they go out, was it? I don't know if it's when they go out into the balconies or when they open the windows. But uh, hmm. there's another doctor says like, "Oh, we might die." And then Martha says, but we, might, we not. might not. Yeah, yeah. it was right before they go out. Yeah. He's like, do you fancy trip outside? And she's like, yeah, right. And he's like, you know, she doesn't think twice about it, which I think, again, is a companion thing of like, a, will you follow him? Yeah. So it was like you get doctor points for it, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I fucked the Jadoon, by the way, for starting the air timer before they'd even arrived. Like yeah. That, their countdown of how much air they have. They are breathing all through this hospital and then about 10 minutes later the Jadoon arrive and not only do the Jadoon arrive right they, they show up they park at least a 15 to 20 minute walk away yeah. when I look at that distance I'm like that's not a short walk yeah right even if you are like stomping in and you're clump clumping right? you are clump clumping clump, all your way all the way there and people are people are like wasting air this entire time that's not fair although to be fair I suppose if there is anywhere you want to go down like that's a hospital I guess like because uh, there's that's a part true. later when um, they have oxygen tanks yeah stuff, they right? have oxygen tanks and I'm like I'm you know I'm sure that this obviously came in useful this yeah how does it go on um, we have sort of breezed past it but we do see um uh, you know, Florence, our plasmavore, um, earlier in the episode. Yes. She is the first person the, we see. The salad woman. Yeah, salad lady. Uh, she's like the first person we see before the doctor, right? Yeah. Is it pre-doctor? Yeah, because yeah. they, they check out her and then they go over to check the doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a little like dumb anecdote here. Yes. When I was re-watching this, uh, I want to say like two years ago, 2021, I think it was. Um. I was watching it and I hadn't seen it in a few years. And this is like my third rewatch in like as many years. Yeah. uh, Which I don't normally do, but I was watching this one. I hadn't seen it in a few years and like I was sat watching it with 
my like my girlfriend at the time, and I hadn't seen this in so long, but my long term memory was still like trying to kick me a bit, mm. and I was looking at, at Florence, knowing that she is the villain, knowing that like there's a little twist that goes on, and I'm <laughs> and I went to her, I, I just was like, I don't know what she is, but it begins with a P, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I not, promise. I was like, I don't know the alien that she is, but it, begin, it begins with a P. It's all I'm saying. Her sound. And then we get to the end and she starts up being a plasma floor. And I was like, I told you. I told you it was a P. I'm not wrong. And she was like, y- you told me I get like, obviously she is not excited. She doesn't care. Why would she? Yeah. But I was just like. You get that little second of validation where you're like, well, I was right about it though. You're going to lose your mind when we got to gridlock and I was going. That begins with an M. And I had no idea. Still, we're watching this entire episode of gridlock and I'm like, That's whatever is beneath Listen, there. I was like, there's I, no such thing as the macro. I was like, I was like, I know they are big crabs and I know they begin with the letter M. And that's all I knew. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like, that's all I knew. And we get to the end and he's like, and they're like, what is it? And then you see the snippies come up and he's like, macro. And I was like, like ah! I was like, I said it. Like I said Leonardo it. DiCaprio meme. And she just looked at me <laughs> like I was the biggest freak on the planet. And I was like, yes, actually, correct. Jacket around me, it's cold. Yeah. Well, that was the macro. Well, I've put the heater on because it is cold. Good food little... break, though. How was your food? Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely really and delicious. Really enjoyed it. It's delicious. I hope so. Because if my mum's a bad chef. I'll have to, I've been watching a lot of kitchen nightmares. I'm learning a lot, lot not about cooking, about shouting at people. <laughs> I'm also fuck real good now. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, it's spag ball. I'm like, smash the phone. Fucking raw. And she's like, no, I cook that. I'm like, yeah, well. Embarrassment. I enjoyed the garlic bread. I think we should normalize garlic bread as a meal. On it, just on its own? Yeah. Well, you can get like pizza garlic bread. Sorry. Tomato garlic bread. <sighs> Oh, I can't say their name, but someone that I know used to get that all the time. Is it? I've never had it, you know. It's. Oh, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, I've rubbed tomato all over garlic I'll bread. I'll tell you so I assume what, it's the man, same thing. It's better than cheesy garlic bread. Controversial, I know, but like. What if you had both of them? That's just a pizza with a garlic a bread base, <laughs> yeah. right? Do you know what's weird? When I was huh. at home. When I was at my mother's house a yeah, while let's, ago, let's do this side track, She yeah. was ordering some food, and um, you know, like when you order a pizza and it's like, oh, do you want like stuffed crust or regular crust mm-hmm. or extras or shit like that? It was like, what do you want as the base? And the options were like obviously tomato, yeah. barbecue. Uh, there was some like spicy tomato base or garlic base, and I was like, garlic base. And my mom was like, yeah, get this. It's not actually garlic sauce as the base. It's just garlic. a regular tomato paste with garlic. Okay, the plasma ball. Yeah. How do you what do you think about the plasma ball? Um about It's a fun know, thing that I don't Florence. think I ever need to see again. Yeah. I th- I think that it's a very good because I, I think that the stakes don't come from the the stakes are like a consequence of the plasma ball being around, but I don't think the stakes are from no, her directly the stakes are from being on the moon and the scariness of the Jadunu who are just like eviscerating the people for no reason. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Whereas she is just sort of along for the ride. I think she is a great low stakes villain with like a high stakes sort of consequence. I like that we've got like alien hench people as well. 
Oh, like the, the, um, the slabs. slabs. Yeah. I think that's like a fun thing. Okay. So this is the one thing that I would, right. I couldn't sort of take the space rhinos completely seriously in their slutty little leather skirts and their kinky little goth stompers. I just, I was like. <laughs> in it, right? Well, I'm like, <laughs> Jadoon Fitcher. Let's go. <laughs> right. Slapper or slapper? Neither. Dominatrix. I think. The, and I was thinking this when I was watching it and I'm like, obviously this is like, what, 2007 now? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, they don't look so good. However, I will take a Did practical do. Yeah, just sometimes when their mouths are oh, moving, mouths you can tell terrible. it's like, you know. They've got like four movements. Yeah, settings. I can tell that it's like a rubber mask. But I'm like, I will take this 25 times over a CGI yeah. mess. Oh, 100%. Any day. Even like their, you know, their, their few lip poses that they have, their like expressions or whatever. I would still take that because I can also sort of get the um the translation piece where I'm like, maybe they are still speaking Jadoon, but like there's a translator thing going yeah. on that changes it. And that's Which is a, a fun is. thing that they have. Yeah. I think that, just going back to the plasma ball for a second, their um, straw is, what are, you, what are you doing? Nothing. I think Their straw that, is like a super creative thing to turn something mundane into a weapon. I think yeah, that's so cool. I'm like having the blood like sucked out of your body through a straw in the neck. Scary. That's a new horrible thing mm-hmm. to have happen The Doctor Who was unlocked. Because like the thing is, if you think about that, it's a straw. It's like a plastic straw. The suction. Yeah. That, oh god! Like everything about it is horrible to me. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh they push Morgan Stern up against a wall, uh, and they take the uh the the language assimilate, they assimilate. Uh, English. I think this is one of the best callbacks in writing that I think this show ever has in terms of like teaching an audience member who you know possibly is like seven when I watched it, for example, like teaching them the rules and possibly and giving them a word that they don't quite know and switching it around, I think is really good. So yeah. that they do the whole, um, I'll just go over it now because why not? Um, they go like, oh, we're assimilating the language and you watch it and you don't know what, like even if you are seven and you don't know what assimilate means, your brain is well enough he, to, you, you go, he wasn't speaking English before, but now he has, he's taken on that thing. Yeah. And then later on, with the plasmavore, does the same thing with the doctor, and they go, oh, you know, assimilated or whatever. And even if you don't know the meaning of the word, you can put those context things- clues. Yeah, you can go. Isn't that what they said earlier? Yeah. And you go when they took the language. Oh, that means they've taken the bit of the thing, and then you sort of put it together. Like, oh, that's what's yeah. going on here. As I was saying, it's um, just it's like it's because I mean, using the word assimilate is just yeah. a sci-fi jargon sometimes. But I just I know that it has an actual meaning. I don't think it's, it's I know it's not made up. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it's such a good way to go. Kids might not know this word, so yeah, we'll, we'll pop it in it's, here it's and we'll just teach like, them. As I was saying a couple of weeks ago or whatever, in the vein of Doctor Who being like a show for children that never talks down to children, mm-hmm. which is, uh, again, like in its roots of being educational, like originally, yeah. right? Like, It's just, I just love the way that it teaches and uses established rules again to like show you a new thing and you go, oh yeah, I know yeah, like, this, I know from, this. From, from 30 Full minutes circle. ago. We get rid of the, a lot of this as soon as RTD leaves, which is not like a, that's not me a shitting on a Chibnall thing. That's just in general, the show sort of goes away from, from that. Yeah. Which is a, it's a poor it's thing. It's a shame. Yeah. When, you know, he does his explanation after this of like, oh, I was just passing by, I promise I was just doing it, um, which is, is great. Uh, 
you know, where, where is it? Yeah, because I was just traveling past, I swear. I was just wondering. I wasn't looking for trouble. Honestly, I wasn't. But I noticed these plasma coils around the hospital and that lighting, that plasma coil, that's a plasma coil. Been building up for two days now. So I checked in. I thought something was going in, going on inside. It turns out the plasma coils were the jejunum up above. Uh, like that explanation I think is great. I'm like, yeah, he was just here. He was just dossing about, yeah. cu- cutting about the hospital, you know, throwing a few shapes here and there, kid. <laughs> Sorry. I hated that. It's fine. You don't care. Uh, <laughs> and that is sort of when after this um, is this the radiation bit? it's the radiation bit it's where Martha walks in and goes Mr. Stoker mm. and comes outside and she sees Florence with the straw you know still with like a tiny little drop of blood like, yeah. <laughs> like just at the end and she just <laughs> she just goes kill her yeah. and the slabs are like yeah they strut by the way They're, oh my yeah, god hell yeah they do They're like, how they have been walking push. around this hospital in full leathers with helmets on right isn't that like a lot of um, just like regular shops and stuff have policies where it's like no helmet no service uh, like helmet and face covering things I know that I went to a club not too long ago and obviously when I had my long hair, I was wearing mm. a beanie a lot and people were like, hey, they might not let you in with that. And I was like, why? And yeah. they were like, because on cameras it can cover your face and then if, yeah. you, know, if you do a crime. I promise I'm not going to do any know, crimes. I just don't want my hair to be a mess. I promise. I'm only drinking Pepsi Max. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be the one doing <laughs> crimes in here. I have a Doctor Who podcast. I'm not a criminal. That man in the club in a full puffer coat in the middle of a steamy, warm, sweaty place. Maybe he is the one doing the crimes. Maybe yeah, not right. Me. That's my one red flag. If I see a dude in a club in a full court, I'm like, it, oh, yeah. I'm like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. We see you. Court in a club, not about it. Yeah, stop that. There's a courtroom for a reason. Like, take it off and put it over your arm. Or what we do is we normally know the staff and go, can you put this somewhere for us? Yeah. <laughs> My court, please. Anyway, well, when this happens and, you know, Florence is like, kill her, and the slabs come after it and they just do a little, you know, run, one of those. Yeah. All I was, I was watching it, and this is like twenty minutes in, maybe twenty five minutes, and I'm just like, this is just fun. It's just a good this time. Is, I'm like, it's well done, and it's fun, and it's I'm I'm enjoying it. Nice pace, nice yeah. fun, and nothing is like making me go grr. Like nothing's really bogging me down. And that that's when I texted you and was like, this might be a five. I think that this compared to New Earth. Yes. Obviously, like I feel like Rose gets excluded from the conversation on account of this has to ho- launch a whole show as opposed to just a season. Yeah. Um, but this episode versus New Earth, like as much as, you know, I am the number one New Earth defender, but there is there is a big difference in a way that I think still very much like fits and very yeah. much works. Well, New Earth sort of has to sell you on 10, right? Mm. More so than Christmas Invasion does. Whereas this instead is like, here is Martha. Here is her potential as a companion. Let's go with it. Uh, my note just here uh, just says, uh, the doctor has a rad fetish. Do you get it? No. You don't actually get it? No. Oh, it's like radiation rads. Oh, okay. You know, because he keeps doing that. I thought you were doing a fallout thing. No, he just keeps oh, okay. he just keeps getting radiated. He just can't stop. This yeah. is the this is one of the um the silly doctor bits that I think works. Yeah, barefoot on the moon. Yeah. Well, even the bit before that where he's doing his little dance and he's putting it into his shoe. Yeah. Like even then I'm like, yeah, this is fine. One of the the best parts about this to me is when the doctor's like, oh, when I say now, press the button. And Martha's like, what button? And then she turns around and there's just a file on the side. There's like operator's manual. <laughs> uh, the, the This whole, because I mean, obviously he, he tosses his shoes away. Um, and then he 
knacks his screwdriver up, doesn't he? And he's mm. like, oh, my screwdriver. I love my screwdriver. And he tosses it. And I'm like, maybe don't just toss alien tech away. Yeah, I wouldn't just be throwing that around. Maybe like keep that in your pocket and put it in a, in a recycling bin for later on, you know? <laughs> I love it when you go, like, you know, like uh, battery things. When you go to like a supermarket or something and there's just like a shitload of batteries. Yeah. It's like dispose of your batteries. Um, he just pops it in one of them. No, I really like it when, you know, when after he's um, like, you know, messed the slab up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he he's like, oh, it's it's safe for you to come out. And then Martha takes two steps to the left and she's behind like just the the little screen that they have for x-rays. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not keeping <laughs> you safe, babe. No. I mean, well, it's meant to though, right? It's meant to. It's meant to. Then why do my dentists have to fully leave the room when they x-ray my teeth? Never had an x-ray. You never had an x-ray at the dentist. It's horrible. They make you bite down on this thing, you know, to get like the the stuff. But it's got like a plastic thing that always digs in the roof of your mouth every time. um, I'm going to tell you an x-ray story after this, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, So after, after all this happens... The uh, I I sort of come into one issue that I have, and it doesn't it doesn't diminish the rating for me because rating is about enjoyment, so I it's not gonna fuck with that. Uh, like, do the Jadoon only know one thing about this woman, and that is that she is alien. They don't have pictures. I, they don't have I assume names, so. Yeah, and all they know is that she's is that she is alien. alien. Yeah, and so it could have been the doctor. Well, because the doctor says like you know she could be a shape changer. Yeah. But at the very least, they could be like, we know she is a plasmavore. That is what we are looking for. But they, they say again that the genuine are thick, right? Which maybe don't have those be your main police force of the galaxy key. Part of it that sort of gets me about this is that there is, it is when pre-radiation, when the Doctor and Martha are being chased by a slab and there is like a set of stairs and they run down the stairs. But then on the other side of the stairs, mm-hmm. the Jadoon are coming up and they are like this close to them. Like they literally Zap. run Zap. right by them. <laughs> and it's uh, like, if I was the police, I'd probably be investigating the people who are running around the crime scene. Yeah. Then they need to bide some time. And so, which by the way, not to, not to be weird about it. Not a great kiss. The full on. It's just like a planted kiss. Not like a. Yeah, so there's I think so there's two different types of kiss okay let's just okay. there's like you can plant a kiss on someone which I think this works in like a platonic sense in that they are just like yeah about like it lips touch it's just like bing but there there is lip touch and there's like lip that lock together and you're like oh that means a thing yeah and you know and he's like this doesn't mean a thing I promise and they just sort of slam faces <laughs> like that is the extent of their kiss here and it's just not a big thing I'm like oh okay alright yeah it's not quite a horny kiss. And if you've experienced a horny kiss, you don't need to be told about what that is. It just is a thing. <laughs> it's a lived experience. No, like, like, no, but... Yeah. You, you know it. Yeah, I know the there, kiss. There is a difference between a, 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 a kiss and walk away and a kiss and let's go. Yeah, and linger. <laughs> you let it linger. Please You don't. let it linger, baby. You know I'm such a fool for you. <laughs> you got me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? I should rewind. <laughs> I'm not going to cut that, by the way. <laughs> Re- rewind album drop in. Never. It's not. <laughs> Never. Uh, anyways, so the Dr. Martha do the thing. They go, you know, totally fry the um, screwdriver. Yeah, when, when Martha's like, did that come from Planet Zavirax? And I'm like, you're a doctor. You know medication? That's what we put on our 
<laughs> Hello, herpes. When you gave me herpes, you scruffy scruffy. You gave me herpes. You gave me herpes. You gave me them first. I don't want to be known for that. I don't want to be known mouth, for that. Can I just say, mouth, by the way. Cold sort of variety. Not the, not the worst kind. No, the kind where I have to go to the pub and drink a pint with a straw. <laughs> straw Air no straw. No one let me. <laughs> Air, just one. <laughs> <laughs> just one. I didn't mean to give you. I was like, ah, oh, you won't get herpes. And then like two days later, you sent me I was back. like, shit, I've got I herpes. Bought, I bought you some Zavirax for that. Oh, you did. Thank you. <laughs> it took care of it. Yeah. Honestly, game changer. Zavirax? You know, yeah. Did you, no, never, did you normally never, just cook? Yeah, normally when I had a cold top before, I'd be like, okay, I'll just deal with this till it's done and feel gross about it. Foie. Yeah. Canary foie. Canary foie on that, on that bitch. Uh, there is um, I'm gonna find it okay this whole bit for me is delivered like a Lee Evans routine yeah and that is when the doctor is you know faking human to Florence yeah and he says have you seen them there are these things these great big space rhino things I mean rhinos from space I'm on the moon great big space rhinos with guns on the moon and I only came in for my bunions look I mean all fixed now perfectly good treatment the nurses were lovely I said to my wife I'd recommend this place to anyone but they mean up on the moon did I mention the rhinos I'm like that the, the entire it's not necessarily the words that he says the delivery of, but the delivery because like the other night just as a comfort thing I watched uh, Weed and Wonderful Live at Wembley which you probably don't know what that means but it's one of the old Lee Evans specials from like like 2002, maybe. Um, just after Live in Scotland, but just before the big XL tour 2005. But it's fine. I just know these things. Uh, I told you I was resonating. I wasn't lying. Like, it's it just the whole thing screamed Lee Evans to me. And I was watching it and I was like, that's, come on. Yeah. It's got the whole thing about it. So I, I, I think it's super cool when he just comes in and, you know, like acts a bit human. Yeah. Which is good because later on in the season, we get a bit more than acting human and it's heartbreaking actually. Oh, truly traumatic. I'm not going to be okay. No, it'll be a sad one. Yeah, it will be. I like that in that whole scene where like he'll he'll be like, oh, I only came in for my bunions. And then afterwards he's like, oh yeah, I've been doing a postman for years. I've done geography. Ha ha, hence the bunions. Like every part of the lie is like- He, he uh, tries to like back it up. Yeah, like he's like coming back around. As if like she's suddenly going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, because he says, uh, but uh, hold on, I did geography, uh, GCSE, I passed that one. Doesn't that distance include the Earth? <laughs> yeah, great. Cause, no, because he says, but isn't that a magnetic resonance imaging thing? Like a ginormous sort of magnet. I did magnetics, GCSE. Well, I failed, but all the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, no no one's looking at your cover story, <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. No one's, no one's going to, like, ratify all these things that you were saying. No. Um, is it before this or is it after this? Because I think I've lost where we are in the episode mm-hmm. a little bit here. But, um... Before, before that, when uh, when Martha says something about how um, the doctor says something about being an alien or whatever, and she's like, I'm still not convinced you're an alien. And I'm like, first of all, aside from the fact that he literally stands up to the Jadoons being like alien, like when they scan him, aside from that thing, I'm like, this dude has just absorbed lethal radiation. He's got all these funky little gadgets. He's like, these are yeah. the space police. These are people made of leather. And you're like, this still isn't enough for me. Uh, God, I'll try and find it, but it's difficult on this because all the, the writing just looks the same. Controller. Oh, uh, yeah. So I like that, humans. I'm still not convinced you're an alien, which I think that is like by the water cooler. Yeah, it is. Because it's, it's, I want to say it's just after this 
the kiss, I think. Yeah, it is. So it's. I think it's after the radiation thing that she's like, I'm still not convinced you're an alien, which is weird. Very, very strange, actually. i got to say, my notes for this episode are nowhere near as thorough as my notes for other episodes. Because I was like, just, I was just vibing. Yeah, yeah, I was just having a good time. Uh, then there is the, the ET department. Joke. Ha ha. I'll allow it. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. And then there, that, that's when she she like, she like plunges the straw into it and it makes that like a sound. And I was like, Ugh. no. Stop that. Stop it like right a, Like now. a flat puncture noise. Yeah. God, what a Capri Sun he is. Disgusting. God, I would love it. <laughs> and then the Jadoon clearly must have stormed into the room and Martha, because they do, she's not like, hey, scan them again. She takes it and she does it herself. Mm. And I just, <laughs> I clearly didn't, was like enjoying myself so much that I didn't write a note about that. I just wrote a note that says, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> about the plasma ball. <laughs> But then then Florence sends a slab after uh, an army of Jadoon and a Martha and the doctors on the floor and they like like I don't know how many Jadoon but a few of them like vaporize the slab all at once I'm like what did you think the slab was going to do Yeah it's unarmed right Yeah like and I it's think leather all the way the, through The best thing it can do is is Again. throw a hard punch and it would be like a robotic, like a meh. Yeah, meh. you'd have time to yeah. move. That was like the Auton nose. Yeah, that's all mm. I could think. That's all I can think when I see these things. I'm like, is these guys not just basically... Instead of plastic. Just... And it's like, yeah, there they are. Yeah. Um, Then the Jadoon sort of only... So um, Florence dies. Yeah. Florence dies. And the Jadoon very much so only do what they pay, what they are paid to do. Once yeah. Florence is gone, Martha's like, okay, but you can't just leave us here. And they're like, we're done. And they walk away. But it's another it's another part of like Martha putting things together, though, where, you know, she knows that Florence has like assimilated the doctor and she knows that the doctor is not human. And then she knows to be like, oh, like scan her or whatever. Like yeah. it, it feels, you know, this whole time Martha is is still sort of like, well, like a doctor, I guess, like diagnoses, mm -hmm. you know, like piecing things together and shit, which is why, like, if I was in Martha's shoes, Jesus Christ, we'd be long yeah. dead. I have a, a a note here about Martha. Yeah. That I, I can't read. Can't read my own writing. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, you wrote it, dude. Put A-Y, Martha, and then there's another word that I can't make out. It's like mus musla, mus, mus, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Anyway, Martha passes out, okay? <laughs> Martha gives David Tennant the hua the kissings. Is any... I don't... I was... Look, I don't want to ask this question, but I'm going to. Has anyone ever just blown straight into your mouth? Not in a... In, like, a jokey way. Not in, like, a serious, like, CPR way. And even as a jokey way, to the extent of, like, a... Or, like, a... Look... Okay, I'm just going to say, at one point, uh, it was with an ex of mine. There was a, a, a kiss that was happening, and in the middle of it, for some reason, whatever reason, just... And I mean, oh my God, the shock that like, you got. It's like, horrible, isn't you, it? You go like... <laughs> so you've had this experience. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I could think of when this, like, when the CPR was happening. I was like, oh, I know. Like, when, it's, when you are passed out and you don't know it's happening probably a fine thing you know it's yeah. bringing you back to life conscious horrible horrible thing it's funny though it's <laughs> like i'll be honest it's 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 almost like 
you know when someone yawns and you put the, your finger Living, in the mouth? Yeah, it's like a, it's like level up. Yeah, from that, it's like a violation. <laughs> yeah, but like you kind of like whoa. It's more like, surprised. That's than the like, evolution. Yeah, is the into someone's mouth. Um, I like that this whole time, like Martha, because I think that uh, you know we we said the oxygen thing sort of comes and goes, but throughout the episode, you can see that Martha is a bit more like <gasps> tired. Yeah, throughout yeah. it and stuff. And I, I like this part at the end where just as she is about to, you know, she does a whole like oh two hearts like thing. Oh yeah, why she this puts it together. CPR, That's why that, that beginning bit was important. Yeah, this she CPR both, she wasn't working because she's got to do it in two hearts. If she didn't listen to both hearts, fucked dead. But um, she well. The the oxygen dial is like going down and it literally it you see it right about mm-hmm. to tick down and she's like <gasps> like to give give to the doctor. And I'm like, I like that, you know, mm-hmm. I like just a fun little touch, a fun little just even then, even a small thing that's just like, hey, there's still stakes, by the way. Yeah, and then there's the hero shot. Yeah. You know, the when he's In carrying the arms. Her, Which I think is pretty cool. I love it actually. When he's carrying because yeah. like she sacrificed that breath. So he's gonna carry her to safety. I love and it's not even like a necessarily good thing, I guess, just in writing when he's holding it and he's looking out the window and he's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah. come on, come on. Because uh, this, this episode is so good. I think one of the things that like really, you know, hammers at home is if you get to the end of this episode and the doctor is doing his come on, come on, come on, and you're just sitting there, then like it hasn't done its job. Mm. But if you are sitting there with him and you're going like, like yeah, come like, on, come on, yeah. please, like, come on. If he says that and you go, yes, come on, like, let's play, which it does, by the way. I was watching oh, this yeah. and I was like, even though I knew, I was sitting there going, yes. I think do one, the of, thing. one of the things, and again, this is like linked back in with being like, oh, sticks, like, ah, it's cool. Yeah. It's because at this point, like, there's no TARDIS. No. The TARDIS is on Earth. Like, the, this this is really. And no Sonic. Yeah, this is all literally relying, like, the. No the shoes. <laughs> no <laughs> shoes. No all, Sonic, man. no TARDIS. No service. But, like, at this point, there is nothing else that Martha or the Doctor can do. No. Like, it, it, like, truly, it's out of their hands. They've done all they can. That's where the yeah. stakes come from. And I love it. Uh, we get we get back home. Yeah. Back and she's, she's, she sees him go to the TARDIS and then the TARDIS just vanishes and she's like, what? <laughs> and then you get your Saxon mention when she's at home getting ready for the party. Yeah. Which is like, fine. I'm like, all right. Yeah, sure. Oh, by the way, I love that the resolution for the... Um, MRI thing is just the doctor pulls a plug. Yeah, he just pulls the wires. <laughs> he just pulls a he's plug. He's like, the, the whole, it comes down to blue or red. Yeah. And he's like, red. Red. Fuck it. Red. red for danger. I mean, this whole family party and the argument that happens that takes it out into the street. Relatable? I was going to say, I think it's like another thing that, that helps to have all of this yeah. feel real. I'm like, yeah, I've been to those parties. In right? it, right? I'm like, you get, you get a lot of family in one place. You mm-hmm. feed them some drinks, it's going to go down. It's Yeah, it's going to go south fast. And I, I, it's, it makes, you know, it's like early when Martha is on the balcony and she's like, I have a party tonight. Like, it just feels a lot more human, which is the stuff that we get rid of. Like, yeah. w- like as soon as RTD steps down, it's like we forget. <laughs> right. These people have like it's not even the the problem isn't even like, oh well, you know, the parents don't matter. Amy Pond doesn't even have parents until she dreams them into existence at the yeah. end of the season. And even then, we never see them again, right? I don't think they get named. No. I don't think they get named. Oh, it's fine. Though. She's like my funny little dad, and then we just move on. Yeah. Which is looks like the go compare man. It might be the go compare man. I don't know. <laughs> Just looks like it to me, um, and then, and then the doctor just appears in an alleyway, which is weird. Yeah, it's kind of strange, actually. What are you doing? Get a whole another fun little 
bigger on the inside. Which is which is weird how, you know, two seasons with Rose feels like such a long time of like no one acknowledging the TARDIS and then suddenly we get two bigger on the inside. He mouths along to it as well when Ad-lib. she says it. As well. What? As well um, improv. Oh, him, do- him doing it. Yeah. It's that little trivia thing that you have. Yeah, little... That's so good. Yeah. What a good, is good is bit. Is it? I noticed. Because that's, that's the bit that I wrote a note that says just like reminds me of the Capaldi scene. Yeah. Of him being like, oh, I get to do this. Ah. Because like Donna is Donna shocked. She's not shocked by it in Partners in Crime, right? She doesn't do a no. She doesn't get that whole moment. But like you say, she's thrown right into it. But this is until until, until Amy. Until this Amy. Now this first... is like the, the yeah, the, the, the last one I guess. Until does Amy. Wolf get a moment to do it? I think because he has the bit where he walks in. He's like, I thought it'd be cleaner. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's not. <laughs> but he's not like wowed by it. I guess. <laughs> so another day. God, Bernard Cribbins. I can't wait to see Wolf again. You know. He's going to be in the 60th this year. His last, um, last acting credit too, right? I'm going to cry. Are we watching that one together, by the way? Yeah, of course oh, we are. Of course we are. All right. We watched Power of the Doctor together. I can't have that be the note that we ended things on. <laughs> we watched a few episodes of this together when we first began the podcast. Yeah, it's not the same though, is it? It's not new stuff. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Okay. Yeah. You need someone to lose your shit with is all, is all you mean. I need, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you feel less insane when you go like, yeah, when the thing happens. I've just watched All of Harmony Mother again for the 15th time and Neil Patrick Harris is in Doctor Who. I can't tell you that my two favourite... That's fav- Doctor Horrible? My two favourite shows are meeting. Doctor Who, Doctor Horrible. I can't wait for the next season where Courtney Cox gets... gets Shut up. <laughs> I can't have this. <laughs> Cougar Town and Doctor Who crossover when? Anyways, I need someone to flirt like flirt with me the way that Martha flirts with the Doctor inside right. the TARDIS. Okay, here. sorry, before they get into the TARDIS, can we talk about the argument where... Um, I am putting my foot down. Where Martha's mum goes, since when did you watch the news? You can't handle Quizmania. <laughs> that, is a, that is a really... A really like, to Annalise. You fucking tell her. And she's like, oh, I'm never talking to your family again. And... Because, I mean, to be fair, she is like, Martha, you're lying. And Martha is like, I can see why you would think that. Yeah, because even Martha's like not... You know, it sounds, it sounds insane. Yeah, like I went aware. to the moon. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, a hell of a day. Like, you get up to go start your shift, accidentally get transported to the moon, do the whole moon adventure. Or die. Yeah, she died. Die. She died for a moment Fucking there. die. And then <laughs> come, die. come home. And then it's like, oh shit, you got to get ready for your brother's 21st. Yeah. Do you know, you know the, I, don't, I, I guess like a headband sort of the form thing that, that, that women sometimes wear when they're keeping their hair back while they do their face makeup. Yeah. Do you know, like there's this. Yeah, it's a headband. Yeah, this this look where you got like the headband and the dressing the gown. dressing gown. Doing the th- you know yeah. the look. I you know, know the one. one. You know the one. Men don't have that. We just look in the mirror, we shake our heads, go, oh, and then we leave. <laughs> to be fair, that is more in line with what I, I mean. <laughs> Is that a, I can tell? Do you know what we went to the pub today, and that is exactly what you you were like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you were like I'm gonna go to the toilet before we leave, and I was like, okay. I went upstairs to get my wallet out my bag just in case I needed my ID, and I heard from the bathroom. Oh, yeah, it was ooh, you. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, men, 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 men. Oh, we love chanting men, men, men. <laughs> I wish you'd have said that, and not me, because I know how that makes me sound. Happy Pride Month. I don't know if this one releases in... God, is this a July episode? Am I... Are we that... This is July. It's no longer Pride Month. Oh, my God. It's June 1st for us right now. Happy... I hope you had a good Pride Month then, I guess. I hope it, I hope <laughs> I it hope was good. I hope you were good. very proud. I hope it was good. I wasn't. I wasn't particularly proud this month. It's the first. Yeah. Don't set us up like that. <laughs> I was super proud this whole time. <laughs> it wasn't good. I was bad. Anyways, uh, Martha only going for, for yeah. Sorry. So there's this. There's, then there's this flirty bit, right? And uh, wh- wh- where is it? 
where she's like, you're the one that kissed me. And you and and you and you will wear a tight suit and then travel all the way across the universe just to ask me on a date. And he's like, stop it. And she's like, for the record, I'm not remotely interested. I only go for humans. <laughs> like, sure. Right. One, shut up, you're lying. Two, why doesn't someone speak to me like that? <laughs> not to sound desperate. And three, that only humans line must sound really small minded for someone like the doctor. Yeah, right. Like hearing someone say that, it must be like. Prude. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> yeah. well yeah i guess <laughs> i was thinking more prudish like come on we've had a captain jack harkness on this ship who is back this season later on yeah and i guess torchwood too that's true anyways did you enjoy this episode Kate? i did five out of five, five, baby. Out of five for I, me too. i'm not gonna not gonna beat around the bush about super it. enjoyable super good fucking class high recommend follows its own rules does a lot of good shit yeah, Martha's, interesting aliens, Martha's cool great. The family's introduced in a very good way. Saxon's foreshadowed, as he was in the last episode. We're all setting up for the finale already, and you have... Oh, no, I saw it already, and I don't want it... Like, okay, <laughs> Katie has gotten a meme up, and there is a meme of a bunch of men surrounding... Uh, a, sh- a small white girl on a sofa. It's a very well-known meme format. If you know, you right? know. Yeah, if you know it, you know it. Uh, you've shown me this meme from afar. I haven't tilted the phone up yet. <laughs> but from a distance, it looked like Yasmin Khan on a sofa. <laughs> I don't like your face. Surrounded by a bunch of 13s. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> don't like- Look at the phone. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, wait. Oh. Is that a bunch of cosplayers? Yeah, it was an official post from the BBC. <laughs> no, that's real Geordie in the middle then. That's not like a photoshopped, like a set. The the BBC, uh, the Doctor Who account or whatever, posted earlier about like, oh, like share your, you know, the 16th no, anniversary. Yasmin... They shared a bunch of Geordie cosplayers. No, yeah, okay. But Yasmin is like superimposed because that sofa is super. I was going to say, yes, yeah, yeah. someone was like, please She's edit this. Border. And then someone has now edited this. Jesus Christ. Have you got any trivia for us? Trivia for this episode, Katie? Have we got any? That's Yasda Price. That's Yasda Price. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, the MRI, I didn't She's check. She's going to Poundland. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anyways, trivia? Um, yeah, I didn't check this myself. I just read it and okay, okay, cool. But apparently, the MRI machine that Florence is using has the logo of the uh, Union Aerospace Corporation from Doom. So that's another. We had, that's our second it was Doom, Doom thing, sound right? effects. So sound yeah, effects, yeah. Is um, that in Christmas Invasion. I can't remember. Oh well. Um, also, uh, although this is the first on-screen appearance of Martha, she actually debuted in the novella Made of Steel Shut up. by Terence Dix. Shut up. That was, um, I've not read it, but I can only assume it was just released before this, like after Martha had been announced, but before the episode aired, they'd started releasing novels. So although this is like her first appearance, technically it's not. I repeat, shut up. <laughs> um, like, like, okay, but at the end of the day... Yeah, if this cares? was shot, if they like, you know, if it was after that, like uh, timeline wise, I don't yeah. care. Um, the Jadoon's blasters originally <laughs> would boil away the skin of the people who they executed, but then they cut that because they were like, you know, well, they turned to ash, kind of right. Yeah, they sort of burn away still. Mm-hmm. What was it before? It was the Sycorax, I guess, that turned people to skeletons. So I mean, it would be a bit. That was pretty lethal as well. Oh yeah, but I mean, it would just be like a bit like, oh, you're yeah. doing that thing again, and then um. A shot, you may know the, may know the one, uh, when I say it, where the doctor locks a door with a door lock, like the little, you know, the little, um, like nubby things on doors where yeah, you just, just thing. 
uh, yeah, it's just a shot where a hand does that when they are like running away from something. And apparently, uh, originally in production, it was to be Sonic'd. And then they were like, oh, fuck, the doctor burned out the Sonic earlier. Yeah. So they just had to quickly, it was the last shot for this episode that was filmed. So they, they could obey their it. own continuity. Yeah, it's not even David Tennant's hand. It's just some just some dude, just some geezer with a jacket on, door, just yeah, the jacket to, on to, to, to just like fill that. Excellent. Is that everything? That's that. Cool. Well, we are DW Rewind everywhere. Let us know if you hated or loved this. I hope you loved it, and we'll see you next week for Shakespeare Code. Yeah. Maybe Torchwood's airing right now. We don't know. Yeah, something's going on. Maybe. Bye. See ya.